Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global, and I invite you to kick off your heels, get comfortable, and be ready to receive the golden nuggets that are shared as you listen in to candid conversations I have with fascinating women from around the globe. Business leaders, entrepreneurs, humanitarians, athletes, and a whole lot of regular people. They will keep you riveted as they let their guard down and open up on aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure success and what they have learned along the way. My intent is that our conversations will inspire you to embrace opportunities and possibilities beyond the limits of your imagination because I know that this is where we reclaim our power. I want you to reclaim your power, your strength and vulnerability to stand in your truth and propel yourself towards the life that you dream to live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women's Biz Podcast, Memoirs of Successful Women. I am Annie Gibbons, your host, and I am super excited to be sharing with you a remarkable soul on a spiritual journey. So we're going to get a little bit spiritual today. Uh, A woman who is on a mission to empower others through the story that she's had. And this woman is Q Nona Guilford, affectionately known as Mrs. Q. Mrs. Q has an immense joy for seeking after God's heart. And she is totally guided by a profound desire to uncover his will for her life through his word. And her journey is a testament, really, of the power of resilience and faith uh, despite serious setbacks, including failing English 101 twice at college, she <laughs> then defied the odds to author not one but eight books. And her life experience has become a really powerful lesson that you don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be willing. So we're looking forward to unpacking that today with Mrs. Q. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Quinona. Hi, how you doing, Miss Anne? I'm so excited about being here. Oh, and thank you for having me. It is such a delight to have you on my show. I would love to just dive into talking about your journey. You know, your journey emphasizes the importance of owning who you are. You know, yeah. that's what you've got to do. You've actually come to a moment when, you know what, I have to own who is Quinona Guilford, right? Yeah. So can yeah. you share a pivotal moment uh, when you truly had to embrace your authentic self? And then how did that start to impact your life and your work? Okay, so a pivotal moment for me was um, I was, um, I've always been in the church most of my life. And, um, but I was, God was causing me, causing more from me. So me and my husband were transitioning to another church. And it was like kind of getting me out of my comfort zone. And I like, I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me, to write a book and i'm like why would i write a book and i have trouble with english and this and that and what happened is when i we went to the church for about 30 days and we got this huge prophecy now the thing about it is god loves to confirm what he is saying and the pastor that did not know me and matter of fact i never shared it with my husband at that time that he said that I will write a book. Well, this pastor, my pastor Javon Good at Destiny Church said, I'll write at least three books. Now, 
from me thinking of who I am and not knowing, you know, I knew he didn't know this because it was no evidence in my life that I would be an author. So it was such a profound moment for me. And it was such a shift for me because I knew at that moment, God was speaking to me. I knew at that moment that God wanted to do something through me. And it was no way that this man could connect that, you know, get that close to me when that was what God was saying. So it shifted who I was. It shifted who I thought I was supposed to be. And, you know, I ended up starting to write and my publisher company quit before I finished my first book and I didn't know what to do. So I just pushed out the book and it had different major errors. And if you're like me, I'm like, listen, it's no way that God is telling me to do something and I'm gonna have to do it. So I bring it back in, redid the cover, redid the book and so more copies in the first 30 days than I sold the whole time the other book was out. By the time I got to my third book, I started helping other people write books, guiding them, coaching them through it. And here I am now at eight books. So when I say that shifted my life, when I say that that was a moment within because it's not only did I write books, but I wrote them quickly. I mean, right. this was like in 2016 or 17 and look at what, you know, and it's seven years later, most people, it takes, you know, a lifetime to write one book. So. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. You must've been thinking at the time, what are you, are you crazy? How could I be the woman who's going to be an author when my, one of your biggest fears at the time or the biggest self-beliefs was that I am seriously not gifted in this area. I'm not gifted at writing. Uh, it's it's like, how left field is that? Is that, um, how did you actually overcome that moment of believing that it was like a calling or a word on your life from a spiritual perspective to your, your whole essence thinking this can't be true? Well, in, okay, so God transformed us through the word and the word says when, when we are weak, we're strong in him. And so God uses your weak moments. God uses the moments that you think you've got to rely on yourself, because this is what I've learned through the years is that when we depend on ourselves, it's our vision. When we depend on God, it's God's vision. And if you could do something by yourself, it's not it's not God's vision, it's, it's your vision. And when you have to depend on God and ask God and walk through faith and say, God, okay, like, look, take my weakness and make it strong. That's a God moment. So I had to literally lean and depend on him. And each book got better and better because, you know, I'm leaning on him. I'm leaning on his faith. I'm leaning on what he has allowed through the years to put in me. I'm not leaning and trusting on Quinona. So, but, but in the leaning, in the leaning, that's when God can do supernatural because now when people read my books, they're crying and weeping and healing because they're lean, cause I had to lean on him and they're getting him that what he put inside of me. Mm. Mm. 
Incredible, incredible. Now you've got people listening in um, who are hearing, you know, you're, you're obviously a big advocate, a strong advocate for believing your dreams, chase that, you know, go with the calling on you. But there's also people listening in going, yeah, but I really struggle. I, I know what my, my quiet dream is, uh, but I, I'm struggling with pursuing that because of self-doubt, because of external obstacles that, you know, can be so diverse, but really a handbrake on it your life right uh so what do you what, what's your message to those people i used to be you <laughs> i mean people all, they see what i do now they see me produce what i do now but they never know about the hidden things that i fought in my head that i got out i had to literally get out my head and i had to get out of what got, what i was thinking because it comes a point in time where you just have to surrender to god and you say god i don't know what you're doing i don't know how you're doing i don't know how you're moving but i trust you and that's really what it's about it's about you trusting god more than you trust yourself and when you get in that place where you trust god more than you trust yourself then god can operate through you and god can help you develop you you just have to get out your head and you have to say listen lord i don't understand it i don't know what you're doing and i don't know why you're doing it but i trust you and i promise you if you say that prayer i promise you if you get in that if you get that spirit in your heart if you get in that place then that's when god is going to show up and show out in your life i've walked into abundance because i surrendered and said god i don't understand it i don't know what you're doing i don't even know why you're doing it but here i am and when i surrendered that that's when I got in that place. I can tell you a testimony on top of testimony on top of testimony, but I will share one. My, um, me and my husband were staying in a 12, 12 feet square house. And I remember coming home one day because my pastor teaches faith. And I remember coming home, God, like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to buy a house? Do you want me to, um, uh, build a house? Like, which one do you want me to do? Um, because sometimes we can hear different things for different times, but it doesn't mean it's the time to do it. So I'm surrendering and I'm like, God, you show me what you want to do. I was like, you know, I'm going to believe you. Three days later, uh, somebody came up to me and offered me a house that their mom was staying in. It was no way that I would have picked that house. It was no way. This house was 2390 square feet. We walked into $30,000 of equity in a seller's market, not a buyer's market, a seller's market. If this house would have went on the market within a week, it would have been sold. And if we put 20,000 in this house, we could almost double the money that we have already invested in it about the value we put on the loan. So what I'm saying to you is when you surrender and when you depend on God, when you lean in on God, when you walk into what God is saying, when you when you move self, because that's really what it's about, when you move self out the way, then God has the opportunity to give you abundance. Uh, the word tells us he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we think are hope for mm -hmm. and if he can do that he's able to do it but that doesn't mean he's going to do it we have to be in posture we have to be in position to receive that <laughs> wow 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 and it's a classic example of we need to get over ourselves right yes. because we are the biggest inhibitor for our success we are the biggest handbrake 
from what goes on in our mind, that internal yeah. narrative, the, the worries, the concerns, the fears, once you actually get over that process, so for you, it's been with God, for even others, it's like just get over yourself yes. and then be able to get to that next step and go, okay, well, now if I'm here unconditionally, without restrictions, without all the negative, uh, who could I actually be? What could actually come of me and, mm -hmm. you know, my purpose in this world It is absolutely phenomenal. Now, I also know that trusting the process is a significant theme in your story. You have to actually trust the process, trust yeah. what you're doing, and then, you know, write it out because there'll be hiccups, there'll be challenges, Definitely. there'll be things that'll come up and go, whoa, you know, just because I believe God's ordained this, uh, I, I'm still finding it a, a challenge. Can you right. share any personal experiences where uh, patience and trust in the process ultimately led to the positive outcome, you know, that transition? transformation when you truly went I am going to have to trust this process that's hard yes. well I can even share that the same testimony with the with the house um I was trying to like you know but the same testimony with the house it was shown to us in July and the people moved out in October but me and my husband did not collaborate until February you know we did not start walking together into February. So I had to trust and I had to keep speaking to God and I had to keep saying, God, you said, God, you said this was for us. God, you said this was for us. And sometimes we have to continue to trust it because as we continue to trust it, that's when God starts moving and breaking things down because where the woman end up going $25,000 less in the process of waiting, you know, for no complete reason. Like it, it, it was just ridiculous. And the thing is, okay, so we, let me, let me say this. We're big. I don't know about where you're at, but we're, we're very big on if something happens, it's not meant for us. It's not meant, you know, we have that scenario that we will be like, Oh, so this happened. So it's not meant for me to um do it and to be honest it's really the complete opposite to be honest it really is the complete opposite because what and i even talk about this in my books that delays will come distractions will come and you have to be prepared because if you so like some things the devil cannot take from you hmm. but we give them up we walk away from it and because we walk away from it, God doesn't allow us. I mean, we walk away from it. So that has nothing to do with God. That doesn't mean that it wasn't sitting there waiting on us. It's we walked away from it. Hmm. So we have to we have to really ask God for discernment. We have to really ask God to show us. And we also have to be patient because we live in this microwave society and we don't. But if you ever notice. If you ever take time to notice, home homemade grits is always better than microwave. <laughs> Just think about it. So that's how processes are. You know, I know that sounds funny, but that's how processes are. Anytime you get on that stove and you cook something, it's always better than that quick fix. The, um, think about the, the meals that we eat that are uh, already pre-made and this and that. It's nothing like mama's home cooked meal or daddy's home, you know. So it, that's how life is. We must understand that 
the process is worth it. I know that's such a dirty word for people, but the process is worth the reward. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. And it's the learning through it, and it's the tough times that you sort of go, I don't enjoy them in the experience. But mm -hmm. when I look back, I go, I needed to learn those lessons. I had to have those stepping stones because then it is real. You also sometimes appreciate the outcome more yes. if you got it with a quick microwave, right? It's kind of like, right. yeah, okay. But you also then accept just what you get, which is going to be a limited lesser version of mm -hmm. what you can actually um, stick with. And I totally love what you've shared there, Quinona, that, you know, I'm all into just focusing on the, the end goal, the dream, and then that's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But right. when you actually, you you push through, you just keep leaning. That's what successful people do. This yeah. podcast is memoir successful time. women. And this is a truth. This is a total truth that you have to focus on going, yeah, I'm going to keep backing it up even when it's challenging, even when it's hard, because I'm going to be focusing on the end goal. And I am also going to um, appreciate that that is going to um, involve some stretching, some growth, some right. discomfort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know in your journey, like all of us, really, um, there can be periods of, you know, um, needing to forgive people, forgive. Um, and so unforgiveness can be a really heavy burden to carry. How have you personally navigated that journey of forgiveness? You know, this is a big one. Uh, and what insights can you offer to others grappling with forgiveness on, in their own lives? Because if we don't get to that stage, those unresolved issues can be one of the biggest anchors in us being able to move forward. Mm. Wow. Um, forgiveness is one of the things I love to talk about um, because I do it so well, um, but I haven't always been here. I remember when I was um, going through a process uh, and I was like, a, you know, I, 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 I've, I've been through a lot of things in life. And I remember one time just being in church and I was like, okay, God, like, I don't feel your presence. I don't feel who you are. Like, I, like, what's going on? And I knew when he started dealing with me, it was because I didn't forgive somebody. And, you know, I talk about these, this in my book and, you know, you can get in a, for, forgiveness can block the connection to God. Forgiveness can block the presence of God because when your heart is not right, how can God intervene? He's not going to come in somewhere that's already tainted. And so I want to say this. We think that we should not forgive people because um, we're punishing them. Let me come a little closer. Let me let you tap into something. They're not studying you. <laughs> Forgiveness is about you. Forgiveness is about freeing your soul. Forgiveness is about freeing who you are. Forgiveness is about dropping that dead weight. Um, forgiveness is about knowing that you matter enough not to hold that grudge. Um, and when you tap into forgiveness, when you tap into I am uh bigger than this moment then and you say god i gotta give this to you i got i can't carry this no more you live a better life you live more peaceful you live more free and god can flow through you i am thankful that god has allowed me and taught me how to forgive because it is one of my 
powerful is moments. And you have to understand that the more you forgive, I didn't tell you to forget. I just said, forgive. The more you forgive, it opens doors and opportunities for you to be in a place because now God can trust you in moments. Now God can trust you when things are going on. Now God can trust you in certain places because one thing I'm going to tell you, people are going to be people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are exactly. going to be people. People are going to be people and they are going to hurt you. They are going to yeah. wound you uh, and sometimes bring you to your, you know, inner core of, right. of, of pain. Uh, but being able to uh, learn, really, it's a learning curve to, to yes. forgive. And I love what you said there. It is about you. It's not about the other person. Yes. It's nice if you can forgive that other person, but it actually, the value is on you being set free. Yes, but you not letting Taking that <laughs> the power of what they've done. It takes that control over from them on your life to becoming self-empowered, mm -hmm. and this is a huge leap. Uh, now you've mentioned you've had um, you know lots of challenges in your in your life, and we, like all of us, we tend to overthink things. We worry about rejection. We we get challenged by God's timing in things, and and you've had to. Um, learn how to tackle these sorts of challenges. Are there any key strategies or lessons that you have found most effective to being able to push those? Those people listening in, how do I now start to become more empowered and push myself through so that I can truly um, believe that, you know, good things will come and that I will be successful on my journey? Um, one of the most powerful things I can say is moving. Like when I've learned to move, I've learned to stop thinking so much and just do like, what is God asking me to do? Let's go. Let's like, cause God is attracted to movement and we must understand that so many times we sit too long in places. We sit too long and, and the enemy are sometimes they even enemy. Some, so many times we're in our head and we're overthinking that moment. We're overthinking what is, we're, we're thinking about the end. And, and I'm going to tell you this, that God doesn't show you everything when you're standing and when you're starting, because he knows the more he shows you, the more you're going to back up. And what you want to get in, you want to get in a place where God can trust you and he start revealing things to you. And you want to get in a place where God starts opening the heavens for you. Because listen, we all say that everybody's the same and that's really not true because let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, I'm just, I, as a parent, you know, um, I have four kids and it's nothing like a child that is obedient and moves quickly. <laughs> it's nothing like a child that is obedient and moves quickly. I'm ready to bless them. I'm ready to do it. And if I can do that and I'm on this earth, I know the Heavenly Father will do the same thing. And that's why I move. And that's why I run with the vision. It even talks about that in the word. But that's why I run with the vision. Because the simple fact, I know if I move, God's going to come see about me. Mm. He'll meet you there. He'll meet yes. you there. Right. And when you're moving, things reveal themselves to you. 
you know, opportunities suddenly become available. When we are doing like that child who is resisting, being difficult, you know, sometimes being regressive. Right. You know, picture, picture the scene, ladies. I know, you know, I've had five children. We've all had them. Their child just being so obstructive. And in their head, they're like, I'm not ready for this. I feel uncomfortable. I always used to, you know, sometimes I just got really frustrated with them. But other times I'm like going, why are they responding in this way? They don't feel safe. They don't feel secure because mm -hmm. you're, you're asking them to do something that they don't know all of the elements. They don't know how it's going to unpack. They don't know what is expected of them. So it's human nature to suddenly go, you know what, I know I'm looking like I'm being restrict reactive here and difficult, but I'm actually just trying to feel safe, right? And what you've said was really cool, and and I totally agree with that, that you've just got to start moving forward, you know, and I'm always saying that, just move towards your empowered future because when you're moving towards, one, you're looking in the right direction. You can't look forward and back at the same time, right? Mm. You have to make a commitment. So when you're committing forward and then you've got some movement with that, you're doing some daily actions, you're having thoughts in your head you're attracting you're having conversations with people who are going to align and bring you in the, on that journey um, and support you on that journey then more and more opportunities reveal themselves to you that you can't see you can't respond to if you're back where you were so right. it's kind of an interesting concept that we want to know. Well, what is what? What are all the specifics? What's the what's the roadmap, if you like? Right. Where you going to go? And you go. Well, I don't know the whole road, but sometimes, you know, it's not like you're doing a, a course or a career and you get a job and you go, if you work here for 50 years, that's pretty much it. You know, <laughs> oh, and some people like that, but they'll only have that one job for 50 years and they'll do right. the same over and over again. But if you actually want to, you know, lean in and be, be like, you know, who goes, oh, my gosh, I thought, I'd, you know, I thought I'd failed English and like, well, I actually did. And now here I am a multi you know, award right. author, uh, how does that actually happen? You wouldn't have known all the steps, but you at some stage had to commit that says, all right, I'll start doing that. I think you mentioned us already, if, you know, they've got better over time, of course, because you now have learned to perfect your craft and you will continue to do better. We all look back and go, mm, was that our best effort? Well, it was at the time. It right. was at the time. And so yeah. now you're actually going, yeah, I, I don't know all the steps, but if you're moving forward, you will definitely find mm -hmm. your way, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then you're not in the same place that you were, no matter yeah. what, you know? So we, yeah. we, th we overthink about the future, but we, we made steps. Even yeah. if it didn't happen the way we wanted to, we made steps. We're yeah. closer. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely and to finish off i'd love to know you know you're in a church you're in an environment that mm -hmm. you know you're all speaking the same language if you like you're 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 aligned in your mm -hmm. soul purpose the words from god that that infrastructure but those of our listeners who are not in that space and that's totally fine what mm -hmm. advice do you give to them you know about just trying to align, be guided, be supported, to really move forward with purpose, right? So we've mentioned moving forward, but are there are there patterns, are there their habits, daily habits, you know, things that you words that you put into your mind that actually help you, even if you weren't in the church environment? Okay, so um 
it's so many different things that you can do in in this time and you know you can do affirmations you can um you you know you can read the word and 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 to be honest a lot of people are online churching and and you know it's whatever fits for you but what i've my secret weapon is worshiping god and surrendering to god it's like so many powerful nuggets that god has given me in the midst of worshiping him in the midst of um uh in 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 the midst of trying to figure it out and i you know needed an, another piece or needed another uh, moment um i uh am so sold on god and and being in the building because it's so many moments and so many times that i've surrendered and um and i'm like god i don't know what you're gonna do i don't know what and that's when he starts whispering to me and that's when he starts showing me the plan in the you know in his word it says um jeremiah 29 11 that he knows the plan and and even 12 goes on to say if we worship him he'll reveal it to us so you know everybody has this different um level of life and you have to know what you what's best for you i'm not you know i'm not um pushing what i do on you but i will say this it it has worked for me it has worked for me to be in um not only in the church but be in the church that god has called me to because it's so many times that i have been in my head and my pastor was like he would say something or he would um confirm what god was telling me and so it made me surrender it made me want to do more and be more it's happened so many times um i remember when i first got to my church um i like i said i've been in church all my life but it was something different about this church and i was broken and i was lost and i was confused and i was tired of churching and i wanted more in my life and i wanted um I really wanted God. I really wanted to be what he what he wanted me to be. And um, I would go in on Sunday. It didn't matter who was doing what, but I was going to tap into him. I was going to talk to him. I was going to surrender to him. And 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 when I kept going, kept doing, we talked about processing, and that's when he set me free and delivered me and gutted the bad things out of me and allowed me in the position to grow and develop and pour more good things in me. So, you know, it's things that you can do, um, you know, positive thinking, watch what you're thinking, watch what you're saying, watch what you're saying over your own life, because some things may not be the devil. It may be your mouth. Mm -hmm. it's the power in your mouth speak what you want to see you know you can't say you're never going to you know you can't say to your kids you're never going to be nothing you're just like your dad and you want him to be better than his dad yeah. you have to watch the things that you say you have to own i thought we talked about this earlier you have to own who you are mm -hmm. and you may be um it, because even if you're not in your purpose your purpose mm, even if you're not in your purpose, your purpose is in you. Mm -hmm. It may not have been activated, but still it's the somewhat power storing in there. So if God has called you to start speaking things, God has called you to, to speak things to people. 
even when you speak negative things, it affects them. Yeah. You have to be careful. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I believe there is a purpose in every person. And it just it's Amen. just a time of of of, of knowing. It's a time of, of being brave enough, having some courage to believe that you are born on this planet for a reason, being able to then start taking some steps. And that's what we've been talking about today. We've been talking about taking steps. And so, and your steps are really clear on the way that works for you. But what I'm hearing in there as well is, you know, they're commit, committed things that you do. You know, you see, you sing, you you worship, you mm -hmm. spend time with- I don't sing. <laughs> do I sing? You sing with others. I'm sure you sing in church, but, yeah. uh, but you get words into your mind. And these yeah. are principles that all of us can do. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you actually putting into your mind? What are you putting into yeah. your soul? What word, What people are you attracting to? Are they actually building you up and supporting you and believing in you? Or are they actually bringing yeah. you down? You know, they're all things that we are, we choose to do. You might not think you're choosing sure. to do it. But you're choosing to allow it. It's taking up time, right. energy in your life. That once you actually go, oh, okay, well, I need to flip the lid on how, how much intentional time and energy am I spending in certain areas with, which then result in certain actions, practices, yeah. become rituals, if you like, of something that I do every day, whether it's health, wellness, prayer, uh, business activities, yeah. uh, networking. They're all things that accumulate uh, to, to then become yeah. this that allow your purpose to come out. And uh, I think it's been a fantastic conversation on authenticity. I think it's been a fantastic conversation on just really owning who you are and being brave and bold. And I know it's not easy for those listening in. It's not easy. Many of us on this show, it took us like 30 years <laughs> to get to get to where we, we are and went, oh, hello, yeah. I just need to actually show up as myself. I love the conversations yes. that I have and I thank you for being on the show today. Amen. I thank you for um, having me um, because, you know, it's it's such a need to you have to embrace who you are in order to be who you need to be. Hmm. You have to embrace who you are to, in order to be who you need to be. And so you can't be hard on yourself because you're not allowing yourself to be yourself. So I, I thank you for this platform. I thank you for who you are to women all around the world. I thank you for the things that you do that we never see. Um, I thank you for being an amazing woman and having and stepping into purpose and stepping into a place that you are allowing other people to um, walk where they need to be. Oh, thank you so much, darling. It's been great having <laughs> you on my show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global. And if you would like to fast track your future success, hop on over to womensbizglobal.com. Find out about all things Women's Biz and most importantly, take the opportunity to have a free trial of Women's Biz Tribe. I look forward to seeing you online very soon. Until next episode, bye for now.